Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Handle on the Law, Marginal Legal Advice, where I tell you you have absolutely no case. Now, I've been doing this show for a very long time, and it's hard for me to read about and tell you uh, about a case that is, uh, is sort of so interesting that I shake my head and I go, whoa, uh, never seen one of these before. This one's kind of interesting. Uh, so uh, let me now share with you a, whoa, never seen one of these before. This was kind of interesting. Okay, we're in Wisconsin now. And a Wisconsin nurse is accused of amputating a uh, dying foot, uh, a frostbite patient's foot, actually toes, uh, without permission. And telling co-workers, this is the accusation, oh, it's a whole foot, sorry. Uh, and if, allegedly telling co-workers that she is going to display the foot uh, in her family's taxidermy shop. That's pretty interesting. She's been criminally charged. I'm sure there's a few civil suits going on too at some point. So Mary Brown, uh, charged with physical abuse of an elder person, intentionally causing great bodily harm and mayhem. Mayhem's an interesting charge. Mayhem is disfiguring someone, you know, cutting off an arm, you know, taking a razor and slicing up someone's face or whatever. That's mayhem. Excuse me. And uh, so uh, she is uh, a woman that works at a facility where elderly people come and a lot of them die because that's what a facility uh, is about. And so uh, this man comes in who is very seriously ill. He's a 62-year-old. We don't know his name. He's a frostbite patient. Uh, He gets admitted. He's pretty close to death. I mean, he is not in good shape. Uh, And he had severe frostbite on both feet. So uh, she decides on her own, without permission, to amputate his right foot after after it had become necrotic and was attached to the body literally just by skin and a couple of tendons. Now, you call a doctor and uh, a doctor would come in and probably amputate the foot. The problem is she is a nurse and uh, is not licensed to practice medicine. And here she is amputating the man's right foot. And uh, he later on says, oh, yeah, I could feel it. It hurt like hell. And he ended up dying. So uh, he had not given permission. So at this point, the body, because he's now dead, uh, minus the foot. Well, actually, the foot was next to him. It was parked right next to him at the waist. For some reason, she didn't take it home and put it in her taxidermy shop. So the body is sent to uh, the uh, coroner. And uh, the coroner says, yeah, he died. And yep, there's his foot. And uh, he, uh, well, let's just say that uh, they traced it down and tracked her down and that um, uh, a witness said uh, that, uh, well, frankly, she admitted that she had performed the amputation to make the patient more comfortable, uh, none of which is true, according to uh, the criminal complaint. So here is uh, the bottom line, which is what makes this case so interesting. Nurse amputates frostbite foot 
to put the foot in the family's taxidermy shop, ostensibly stuffing it first. I mean, I can't imagine just putting a foot there and, you know, putting it on, uh, you know, one of those tra- trophy cabinets in a trophy cabinet and just letting it, well, rot. Okay, uh, just one of the better stories. Uh, it's uh, pretty impressive. All right, starting with uh, Israel. Hello, Israel. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hey, Bill. Um, just wanted to call and actually say thank you. Four years wow. ago, yeah, I, I called you. Um, I was a pastor of a free Methodist church, and, and my wife had an affair, and I got kicked out even though I didn't do anything wrong, and I lost my pension because I was a day short of, of when they let me go. And I took your advice, and I made some calls, and it turned out that I got 100% of my pension, and they cut me a check, and we're all good. So I just wanted to thank you so much for your advice. Wow. Okay. Uh, you got it. Israel, my pleasure. Okay. And uh, for uh, those folks that are listening, uh, I want you to calendar this. Please calendar today. Put a big star around it, because do you have any idea how many people, number one, call me and give me uh, and give me those kudos, uh, but how many people actually can call me and give me those kudos? So, uh, no, it happens. No, it happens. Every couple of years, you know, someone calls and goes, hey, Bill, I listened to your advice, and it was actually good. And uh, that's that's pretty impressive, to say the least. Uh, dare, dairy? How is that pronounced? Oh, Claire, I'm sorry. The C and the L seem to be too close together. My eyesight is going. All right, Claire, uh, what can I do for you? Hi, Phil. How are you? It could be better. Okay, what can I do for you? Um, I'll try to make this quick. I had surgery in June of 2020 at UC in California. I had to prepay the hospital fees. The surgeon, the anesthesiologist, they said that was all the charges. I work for the federal government, so I have very good health insurance. So I get transferred to New Jersey, and almost two years later, I get a new bill from them from the hospital for over $1,200. And they had a recorded line that you could request a copy of your bill, so I did that. It was mailed to me. Not only did they not show my payments, but according to that bill, they owed me over $2,000. Oh, okay. And the hospital keeps on calling me. You owe us this money. And by the way, we have up to four years to decide to charge you more for the services. Uh, no, they have four so, years in which to sue you uh, for the services, okay. not to charge okay. you more. So you were getting. Well, they said it was to to assess additional charges to me because yeah, I know they do. They have I four years in which me. to look at when well, the bottom line, they have four years to sue you is what they have, Claire. That's the statute of limitations. And during the four years, they can screw around and go, okay, you owe another thousand, you owe 2,000, so here's the total amount. All right, so uh, they're now hitting you with uh, uh, additional charges. Is it the same system? Is it the same group of doctors, or they just transferred you to a whole new group? No, it's the same group of doctors, and the original bill does not show it. And my health insurance, my EOBs don't show it. But now they've sent it to a collection agency, and I don't want it on my credit report. No, I understand. Uh, A couple of things. First of all, you uh, say, hey, here is the contract where I prepaid, and it said these are all the charges. This is what it's going to cost me. It doesn't say a word about additional charges may apply. I'm assuming that's the case. So you send them that. 
uh, you certainly send them proof of payment. Either you do that uh, with a uh, proof of a oh, wire they service. Or, that. Par- oh, they, they acknowledge that you paid. And they and said, then, oh, we goofed up and forgot okay. to put and it and on then the you bill. Simply, we'll and then you simply say, uh, you're on, we're on the record. Uh, you are recording this. I would also record it. Uh, and uh, just tell them that. Uh, and mm-hmm. saying, uh, I am recording this also, since you are recording me. And they may very well say, well, uh, you know, we can record you, but you don't have consent to record us. You hang up and you do it all by a uh, letter. You don't make any phone calls. It's all done okay. by email. And okay. so make sure, and that gives you a record. And you say, you know what? You've been put on notice that uh, you charge me X number of dollars. That is it. You are now charging me more dollars. Go ahead and sue me if you want, because you are then breaking federal law. You are harassing me. You know I don't owe you any money. And they're going to ding your credit. Uh, And you're Mm -hmm. going to dispute it. And it's just a question of your credit's going to be dinged. You dispute it. And then at some point, uh, and I don't know when, depends on your timing, you sue them uh, for illegally uh, nailing your credit. And there are lawyers out there that do exactly that. So that's what I would do. That was my question. Yeah, do it. uh, Yeah, just do it all in writing and just get them to confirm everything. Yeah, it's a mess when that happens. It's always a god-awful mess. I hate it. And here's their power is digging your credit. The rest of it I don't care about, but your credit. And they use that, and it drives me crazy. Morris, welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning. I have a situation here with uh, Capital One uh, Bank uh, MasterCard. I've had their account for over 10 years, and uh, they promote that if you use their account, they give you 1.5% rebate on the usage of the account. At any rate, earlier this year, January, I went and saw this lady who did my income tax, and I paid her using my credit card. And uh, I'm getting my statement in May of this year, and I see an unfraudulent unfraudulent charge committed of almost $600. And uh, so I called. I got the paperwork in June, the statement, and I called uh, MasterCard, uh, Capital One, and they said, call the lady and see if you can't resolve this by your next statement. This should be cleared up. So anyway, I got my next statement, and nothing was done. So I called the uh, – this is in July. I called uh, Capital One. They said, well, we're going to close your account, and we're going to turn it over for fraud investigation. Okay. At any rate, I says, what's going to happen with the rewards money? Almost over $5,000 that's due to me. What's going to happen with that? They said, well, it's going to be transferred to your new account when you get it. So they've decided not to issue me a new account. I owed them no money, and they refused to send me a check for the rewards. Oh, okay, and you earned it. All right, so they certainly have the right to cancel your account. That's not a problem, Morris. Uh, You read the agreement that you sign, and it says we can cancel your account. $5,000, different animal. Uh, They're screwing you out of $5,000. You had a a contract. Uh, So... Uh, what you do is uh, you, you go up the food chain, you call them, and uh, then it's it's a small claim suit, except you're suing a bank and you're under all kinds of federal regulations. So uh, the first thing I would do is put in a formal complaint with the FDIC, straight out, complain to the bank and saying that they, they're defrauding you. Uh, and then uh, I would... Um, uh, you know, there are lawyers who specialize in suing banks, uh, but it's only $5,000 you got screwed up. There may be some statutory 
uh, provisions. There may be um, uh, you know, some sanctions that are automatic, but it's a federal issue, even though it's small claims. Uh, I would go to the FDIC and look at the rules and figure out. Just go on the, uh, go on the Internet, FDIC rules, suing banks, et cetera, and that'll tell you. I think you're going to be okay, other than they have the right to throw you out, get another credit card. But go after that five grand, uh, that's for sure. Lily, hello, so Lily. Week. Welcome. Okay, sure. Yeah, Thank Lily, you. go ahead. Oh, this is a hello. problem. Lily, yes. What can I do for you? Hi. Yes. Uh, hi, Bill. Thanks for your uh, information. Sure. And just, just wondering, um, I've been living with my boyfriend. We're seniors, but quite a few years. And he doesn't really pay rent, but he helps me pay utilities, food, whatever. So I have not increased it in a couple of years. And it's He's been paying you rent, rent, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're not so you're not living uh cohabiting or uh you're he's basically we, a tenant. Well, no, we're cohabiting, boyfriend and girlfriend. All right, and part of it is he pays you. Money. All right, part of it he gives yeah. you X number of dollars. Okay, you want to call it rent, whatever. Right. All right. So, uh so the cost of living and the way okay, the now what? gone up. Okay, now I what? Just want, do I do a percentage to increase it or how do I figure this out? You increase it. You increase <laughs> it and say here's the increase. But is there a percentage for, like, cost of living over a couple of years that yeah, I can base I, it on? Yeah, I think it's uh, 3%, 10%. Uh, if you're in a rent control area, uh, then there it's limitation. Where Where is the house? Uh, Ventura County. Okay, no rent control in Ventura County, to my uh, knowledge. Yeah. You can increase right. it, I think, under state law, 10%. Is what you can increase. Yeah, and you got to give them, uh, you have to look it up, I think, either 30 or 60 day notice under uh, California law or throw them out. (laughs) I don't want to throw them out. All right. Basically, under California law, you have 10%. Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right. You got it. You're cohabiting, you're living together, and you go, by the way, it's 10%. You want to do that in bed. Uh, in the middle, in the middle of a romantic interlude, uh, while you're screaming, and oh, by the way, it's ten percent. Okay, let me talk to you about cybercrime for a minute. Uh, it's always there, twenty-four-seven. It never goes away, and so identity theft—that's the holy grail of cybercrime. Your personal information is out there, exposed so often. Well, the bottom line is, cyber criminals stealing your identity is as easy as falling off a log. And protecting your identity also is as easy as falling off a log with LifeLock by Norton. Uh, what LifeLock does is detects and then alerts you to a potential identity threats. You may not even spot on your spot on your own. People taking credit out in your name, filing for a credit card, uh, getting money from the IRS, fake tax returns. I mean, all of that. One so of those things happen. They immediately, immediately tell you and you can just shut it down. Done. Finished. And if it turns out your identity is stolen, uh, if you do become a victim... They will help to work to fix it. No one can prevent all ID theft or monitor every transaction, every business. But this is LifeLock. Get 25% off your first year with a promo code HANDLE. Call 800-LIFELOCK, promo code HANDLE, or visit LifeLock.com, promo code HANDLE. Uh, Denise, you're up. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bill. Love your show. Um, Of course you do. I have... I have, there's a driveway between my house and my neighbor's house, which I own probably 90% of, and I've allowed them to park on that property, on that on my side, for, I don't know, 20 years. And people have told me that now that I've let them do that for so long, I can never 
restrict them from doing that, continuing. Well, yeah, I mean, do, first of all, you want them out? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I just, if I should sell my property, and in fact, it was a real estate person that brought it up. Yeah, that's if actually I a good point. Property, okay, do yeah. I tell them? The- yeah, that's a good point. So what they have basically is a constructive easement after 20 years. And uh, they have the argument that uh, effectively it's been so long that you have given them an easement. So what I would do once you sell the house, if you're thinking mm-hmm. about selling it, then uh, I, I would just ask a real estate attorney, uh, is this uh, enough time? Uh, is, uh, do I have the right uh, to say no thank you? And uh, where do I go from here? And if it turns out mm-hmm. you have the right to boot them, yeah, you, you boot them. Uh, because if you don't and they have the right to be there, you're selling a house in which effectively attached to it is a parking lot that next door neighbor mm-hmm. uses. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's a very good question. Now, how long have you been in the house? Oh, if I've been here over 40 years. Oh, okay. Uh, and, I mean, do you intend on selling it? Uh, well, not not right now, but I might in a few years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, you would think at this point you would just die there, uh, you know, after 40 years. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, if you're thinking, then it doesn't matter. You can get buried under the parking lot. You know, what do you care? It's your property anyway. You can save <laughs> some I, money. Uh, but that is uh, that's a real estate question, uh, because what I would okay. do is immediately call a real estate lawyer. And you're talking about an easement that is uh, based on the fact that they've used it for 20 years. Uh, matter of fact, if they were really crazy, uh, they would actually try to take that property. Uh, and there are ways to do that uh, under uh, it's adverse possession, but that's that's crazy. That's only something that I would do to try to steal your property. Uh, so mm-hmm. that is simply a question for us. That's, that's a good point. Uh, do after twenty years uh, are they uh, entitled to to just sit there? Uh, Mary, hi, Mary. Welcome. Hello, Mary. Oh, you there? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Real quick, uh, I, I'm a renter. I pay rental insurance. I had a claim for a leak. Uh, in a, I live in the second story of an apartment, and it damaged all my clothes with mold and, and water and everything. Uh, but when I signed the lease, it, I signed a document stating that since it's an old uh, apartment building, they're not liable for any mold or of that that's to that effect it's um so but i believe they're negligent because over a year ago i told them that i could hear like a a leaking in the roof like a drip really fine and they ignored it they said it was nothing and then later i told them a few maybe a month later two a couple months later that there were these black little moths all right so they now so effectively okay so mold is there right Mm -hmm. bottom line you have mold is that correct yeah it's Okay, fine. You can stop right there. You told them there was mold. Your renter's insurance, I don't think, covers mold uh, because it's always excluded. No, I know that what I'm getting at is that I, 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 the mold, I don't know if there was mold in the ceiling. All I'm saying is that when it started to drip, it dripped into a closet and it it made mold in there. And then, well, okay, it depends on, all right, here's, uh, okay. you told them there was a problem with the leak. Let's go back to the leak. And you told the homeowner yeah. association that, or you told your landlord that it is a leak. Well, the landlord is responsible for fixing. Le- I'm sorry. I said, I don't know if it was a leak. I didn't crawl up there to see it. 
Well, yeah, you, know, you have water. Just you had water dripping drip. down. Did you call a plumber? I could. No, 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 no. I couldn't. There was no water leaking then. I could just hear a dripping like in the. I could hear like a night. Right, why didn't you call a plumber? Like, why didn't you? Why didn't you call a plumber? No, it, it's not in mine. It's it's in the attic part. I mean, it had nothing to do. It wasn't dripping into me. I told them that I could hear something in the in the ceiling somewhere. I don't know where, but it was not dripping in my apartment then. Okay, but you discovered ago. but you discovered I, mold in the they ceiling. Never it, invest, they never investigated right. it to see if anything was okay. leaking up there. All right. Those moths when they came. Now that they fixed everything, the moths disappeared. And my insurance won't not cover my. You're talking wait a second, moths and not mold. Say, you're talking moths. Okay, you turn it over to your insurance company. They've disappeared. Is and your clothes have been ruined, right? Yeah, but when they fixed everything, the moths disappeared. So it had to do with the whatever was leaking inside the attic that I have no visual. I have they, no way of getting up there. I don't oh, even know if it was. I reported it to them to check it. All they right, and they ignored it. it. Okay, you're going to need a plumber to figure it out. What your What are your damages? Let me let me say, let me ask you this: Water is dripping in the wall that only you can hear, that no one else can hear, or uh, that's now disappeared. Bob, no, but, moths but, were but, flying but, around. No. Now they're gone, but your clothes are ruined. Do I have that right? No. Yeah, but there's more to it. What, the way no, there isn't. No, 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 there isn't. No, I'll tell you why there isn't because I'm not going to listen anymore. Okay, thank you so much for the call. Greatly appreciated. Patty, hello, Patty. Welcome. Hi, Bill. Hopefully this will be easier. Oh, thank you. I'm calling from Colorado. My Social Security is always deposited on the third Wednesday of every month. That's in writing from them. Well, I checked my account yesterday. Uh, and the check or the amount was deposited yesterday, which is not right. Do I need to be concerned or? No, no. Uh, you can call Social Security, and they're they're actually very good uh, about answering phone calls. Uh, every time I've called Social Security for one reason or another, uh, boy, they're just on top of it. Uh, I would just get on the phone with Social Security. Uh, and uh, they'll you'll they'll tell you how long you're waiting, and I think they have a system where uh, leave a number, we'll call you back if it's super busy, and they'll tell you. I don't think it's a problem. It's just the date has been switched. If you're still getting the money, there may be a glitch in the system. Uh, how far off uh, the third Wednesday of uh, every month? When it would do they be put next it in? Wednesday. So it's a it's a week late. It's a week early. Oh, it's a week early. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, wait till next month. Early. See what see what happens the following month. And uh, you, if they don't send it to you on the appropriate Wednesday, then you wait until the next Wednesday because that's when it's due. Or if they don't send it early, uh, and then you wait the week to send it. If they, uh, you wait a week to see if it's sent on the appropriate Wednesday. And if not, because uh, it could be a one week thing. It could be a glitch in the system. Who the hell knows? Uh, but uh, you'll find out. And even if it's stopped, it's a glitch in the system. And a phone call to Social Security, that's the only agency I know that you actually, uh, they answer and they help you and they're good people. Try doing that with the IRS. You're going to be on hold for four days. I know that, yes. Okay, thank right. you. Yeah, no, no problem. You, you want to definitely give them a buzz.
yeah, it's kind of neat. I can actually say it's a governmental agency. And incidentally, it's better than banks. Uh, it's certainly better than service centers. Uh, you know, you get a, either somebody in India uh, answering the call and their name is always, uh, hello, my name is Bob, my name is Betty. And you go, oh, wait a minute, come on, really? And then I go, well, how hot are you? Pretty human, huh? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, or are you, are you getting someone in the Philippines? And the way you know that is uh, someone singing karaoke during the breaks. Uh, but with social security, it's it really works well. Marie, hi, Marie, welcome. Oh, hello. Yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you for taking taking my call. Sure. Um, just a simple simple question. Uh, can you tell me how life insurance works? It's um, a man who's 53 years old, buys life insurance today for, say, 100000 And then two or three months later, he, he gets sick and passes or is in an accident and passes. Does the insurance pay for that? Yeah, it depends on uh, when it kicks in. Uh, so the first thing with life insurance, it's very important to die. All right. That's sort of that's sort of a given. Right. And so right. you buy a policy and there's a, several different kinds of policy. There's a whole life policy, which means uh, you're putting in a lot of money, but it's also a savings account. That's an investment account as well as insurance. And then there's just term insurance, uh, which means you just buy a policy and you pay for it every year and it doesn't uh, increase in value or whatever. And it pay in your case pays one hundred thousand dollars. Are you the beneficiary, uh, by the way, Marie? Well, I, I, I'm thinking of doing that, but okay. Uh, you're thinking. Wait a uh, second. You're thinking of doing it for yourself, or you're thinking of doing it for someone oh, no, else, no, and, no. and you get paid it's, it's, when uh, he or she dies. It's one of my sons. One of my sons. Uh, okay. Uh, you want have... you want your you want one of your sons to get the money in the event you die. Is that right? No, it's not for me. It's for my son. And who, you get them. Uh, and you get the money if he dies. Or, or whoever he puts on there, either puts me or. Um, his brother or sister, you know. Uh, well, uh, then he's buying the policy. Okay, so uh, fair enough. So he buys oh, yeah, the policy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he pays uh, $100,000 or he pays, let's say, 200 bucks a month for $100,000 and he ends up dying. Uh, he's won the bet. Insurance company bets you're going to live. Uh, you bet you're going to die. And uh, that's basically how life insurance works. And now the insurance, uh, you're buying a policy and it says you don't get paid in the first 30 days or you don't get paid in the first 60 days. Uh, if it's suicide, you don't get paid for the first two years. Uh, but if he ends up buying a policy, which kicks in immediately and he ends up dying, somebody gets $100,000. And then the first question you want to ask uh, is, uh, he going, is he killing somebody for $100,000? Uh, because that would certainly right. be the case in my family. Okay? Yeah, That's well, how it works. I could advertise on TikTok. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could. Although today it's more difficult. Well, no, actually today is probably easier with uh, Musk doing uh, what he is uh, doing. Ken, hello, Ken. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Bill. Hello, How Ken, you? you there? Yes, sir. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. You ask the okay. questions, I try okay. to answer. Okay, appreciate it. Uh, uh, my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law passed away years ago, like 2018 or something like that. Anyway, yeah, 2018. Anyway, and she was the trustee. And that's all she's got to do is sign the trust, and it equally distributes all of her assets, which is quite a bit. Okay, uh, uh, wait a second. What do you mean sign? Uh, hold on, hold on. What do you mean She all she has to do is sign the trust? 
and she never did sign the trust. Okay, I don't understand what that means. What is she supposed to sign? She's supposed to, you know, sign uh, to distribute all. Uh huh. She's supposed to sign. Okay, so she's supposed to sign the checks. She because you don't. You're automatic. If you're a trustee and someone dies, you're the trustee. Right. You don't need to sign anything. You don't have to say, "Hey, I'm signing to accept being a trustee." You're just the trustee. Now, the only thing you sign is to get out of the trust. All right. So, is she just refusing to distribute the money? Is that what's going on? Yes. Okay, so yes. it's not. It's just she's distributing. She's refusing to distribute the money. How much money? Um, probably in the stocks and bonds and everything, uh, probably over a million dollars. Okay, and who and then, are the benef- who then, are the beneficiaries, Ken? The three the three daughters, my wife, she, and my sister in law that lives in Illinois. Okay, and does the trustee happen to be one of the beneficiaries? Just just asking. Yes. Yes. Okay, so here's what you and how long has it been since uh, the uh, trustor, person who wrote the trust, who I don't remember, your mother-in-law or grandmother, whoever the hell it was. Yes. Uh, how long has it been since she died? Oh, 2018. Three years ago, four years ago. Yes. Okay, it's yes. definitely well, time to get a lawyer. Yeah. You've got to get a, a trust and estate lawyer to write a letter and say we're going to sue your ass off because you're breaching your fiduciary duty. Trustee has a fiduciary duty, which is a very high duty, to act reasonably, to act in the for the benefit of the beneficiaries of which you guys are, and you're getting screwed. So one of two questions is going right. on. She is trying to either screw you financially and uh, maybe oh, yeah. she's taken some money and now there's an issue that she's stolen your money or she's just screwing around with you and saying, you know what, I'm going to let you sit and just wait and I'll decide when you get the money. Uh, in, any, in any case, right. you've got to dive into this thing. What do you think is the uh, case here? Okay, well, the, the, the big problem that she has, my sister-in-law, is that my mother-in-law wrote an amendment to the trust and my father-in-law years ago that my wife would get solely, she would get the house. Okay. And it wouldn't go through. It wouldn't go through. And we contacted a lawyer, and the lawyer, because she was, my sister-in-law was suing us, my, I'm sorry, my wife and my daughter, because they said that um, my, uh, my wife had coerced and my daughter had coerced my mother-in-law into signing other things. Okay, so over, fine. So that goes to trial. trial. A law, okay, the lawsuit is filed, and that goes to court. Right. I mean, th- was a lawsuit ever filed? Well, the, the thing is, we never uh, – We the lawyer that we have said that they, she's got to sign the trust and everything to distribute, and there's nothing you can do. No, she, there's, she has to distribute under the trust. I mean, I don't know what she signs accepting the trusteeship. I don't know. This is lawsuit time. Ken, this is all lawsuit okay. time. You've got to get a trust well, and a, a state lawyer because you now have someone who refuses to distribute based on coercion, based on a property that goes to one person where other beneficiaries are saying, wait a minute, we should get the money, all of us. And the trust says something else. And you're arguing uh, the trust shouldn't say that. Uh, and you have a trustee that refuses to distribute time for, and it's a million dollars, trust and a state lawyer. That's what you have to get. Okay, trust a, and a state lawyer. A trust the, and a state lawyer. The big thing lawyer. is, my, my sister-in-law, it has she's got the house right now in her name until she signs the trust. You know, How does she get in her name? The trust has she, to own the she, house. What, I know, if it's in her name, it's not in the rent. trust, Ken. Okay. Yeah, right. you, need you need a lawyer. You need a lawyer. 
I'm just telling you, get a trust and estate lawyer because that's so screwed up. I can't even begin to tell you all the issues and all the problems you have. This is Handle on the Law. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.